is the number one commodity in the world that you can't get back once it's gone. Time. So I will keep this brief. I'm Mutita Banmuk, a time efficiency expert and a business operations strategist who is as known as the time queen. Welcome to my Get Unstuck radio. Running a business can be very overwhelming at times, especially in the first few years when you are required to wear the hats and do other things. You started your company because you had a vision that almost every business owner has when they begin. You wanted freedom, true freedom. So you are in the right place to help you build and grow your business that support your lifestyle, not the other way around. Without further ado, let's get unstuck. Hi, Get Unstuck Nation. So today we're going to talk business growth, but not in the way that we normally talk on this channel. So please welcome Hannah Alonso right here. She's a founder of the School of Integrative Healing. She's also now integrative healer and business growth strategist. So please welcome Hannah to Get Unstuck with you today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for this interview. I'm like, I've got this buzzy energy. I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay. Well, we spoke a lot like backdoors before we started. So I'm also excited to know more about who you are, like what's your journey and so on. So let's ask you then, how how you started your entrepreneurial journey though, Hannah? So I think I'm one of the very few entrepreneurs that accidentally became an entrepreneur. It was really not my intention. Okay. Um, <laughs> which I know is an unusual answer because I feel like most people are like, I'm going to become an entrepreneur. They consider it. I'm going to start a business. There's this big, long process. That really, it really wasn't like that for me. So my entrepreneurial journey started probably in quite a desperate place in my life as a solution to a lot of problems that I was facing. Um, I had a long journey with with mental health and, and my mother's illness. So when I was 19, I was diagnosed with an array of mental health conditions. And in that same month, my mum was diagnosed with cancer. The following seven years were really dedicated to my healing. So I did a lot of training on my healing, my self-mastery, understanding me, my inner reality in the same time that my mum, you know, passed away. So it was very interesting. I was healing and, and my mum was leaving. It was this very interesting time in my life. And when my mother was ill in her final stages, um, I was in this situation where I couldn't really work a normal job because if mum had to go to the hospital, I wanted to go to the hospital. You know, I didn't want to have a boss saying, Han, you can't go to the hospital. So I needed this, this, this greater sense of freedom. And simultaneously, when I was 19, I'd made this commitment to myself of I'm going to learn what it means to heal. And then I'm going to bring that to the world. So I felt that when I began my entrepreneurial journey, it was a mix of I had this really deep soul purpose, right? In the fact that healing, self-discovery, personal transformation is something that I'm extremely passionate about. And simultaneously, I'm in this situation where working a normal job, it's its like a, it's its just not a thing for me with my, my current life circumstances. So I started like that, you know, it was just like, I'll do a yoga class here. I'll do a workshop over here. And after my mum passed away, I, I really, I got a lot more on purpose in life. I got a lot more, no hand, life's now. We don't know how long we've got. So like 
let's really go big with this. Let's really do what you were born to do. And so that's when I founded my school and I got into entrepreneur entrepreneurialism in a whole bigger, more dedicated way. Wow. Sorry for your loss on your mom about that. Wow, that's so inspiring. So I know that that's going to be very hard, though. Like to make decision that way. How you get together? Like how how you make decision that okay, this is going to be what I make decision and and take it from there. So I do a lot of inner work, and it's all around self mastery. Okay, and self mastery is the is is really the healing work. And when we're learning to master the self or understand our even human being self, we one of the big things is learning how to think in a different way. So here's something that I always say to myself: It's like I'm being given this set of circumstances, right? So mental health, mum passing away, right? I can't change those circumstances, but I can change what I do with them. Right. So, do I want to create a masterpiece in my life, irrespectively to what I've been handed, or am I going to sit and I'm going to have a pity party? And I've had a lot of pity parties in my life, right? But I am of the belief system that in every challenge we have an opportunity to rise or fall, and that's not because of the challenge; that's our attitude to it. So, the inner work that I did, you know, I came off my antidepressants. Three years, maybe after starting the inner work, and I haven't been on medication for a decade. Uh, so it started with how can I feel better mentally, and then it went to how can I master myself, right? And so self mastery is physical, it's mental, it's emotional, it's spiritual, it's energetic. But one of the big things is 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 learning how to think. And I know that sounds like such a strange thing to say because everyone's like, "I do think," right? But you think unconsciously. You're not aware of your thoughts. You're not aware of how you face your challenges. You're not aware of how you mentally respond to things. One of the big things for entrepreneurs, and one of the big things for people that want to master and heal, and actually, you know, feel like they're in the driving seat of their life, is you have to learn how to think. In and and that and then simultaneously, when you face adversity or you face challenge, how you respond to it's very different. But it all starts from that inner work. So when you started, you didn't meant to start an entrepreneur journey, like because that gives you freedom. However, at that time, you maybe not have the skill of like being an entrepreneur just yet, right? So that is the practical part coming in. And how can you find those skills? How can you acquire them? Why you are so developing what you want to become at the same time? It's kind of big thing to like transforming though. We've got to be brave. If you choose to be an entrepreneur, you've got to be brave. I've invested 150,000 in mentorship <laughs> within a um, year, like right away. No, 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 no. <laughs> Can you imagine? Bloody hell! No, I'd have had a, that would have been a very big first step. Um, that's a very good clarifying question. So I, I launched my business three years ago, August 3rd. Um, we crossed a, a million recently in February. So the business is going very much. Um, and and you're absolutely right. I was just like a woo woo queen before that. I was just in the spiritual work. I was a hippie, right? I had no idea around business. But what I did know is how to make a decision. And what I did know is how to move. And what I did know is how to trust myself and trust my intuition and work with manifestation and energetics. So when I decided. You know, there was a period between let's just be an entrepreneur because you're going to find fit, um, freedom. To no, Hannah, this is it. You're doing it. That you're not. You're not messing around now. This is you're doing it. And so when I made that choice, and it really is a choice, um, 
that's when I started hiring coaches. So, you know, I've invested 25,000 in one business strategy. I've been in mentorship for the last four years because it was obvious to me, okay, I'm good at the healing work, but I don't have the business stuff. So what am I going to do is I'm going to work with people who've got the results that I want, right? And so now I've got this beautiful position where I do teach a lot of entrepreneurs and I can teach them both sides, right? But I'd only be able to teach them the very businessy practical side because I trained myself. I'm a big believer in education, you know, whether it's in the healing reality or the business reality, like education is the power to change your life. You know, it's the most valuable thing. Yeah, I also believe that because like, I come from opposite side of you, let's say I come from a very practical side that I think I started the entrepreneurial journey as in I can control everything. I totally the opposite side, like very opposite composite part. Like I want to control everything. And I was reaching to the point where kind of like control free, let's say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in order to reduce those anxiety and frustration, I need to talk more to myself, like how long I'm going to keep myself being like that furious all the time and like always on the fight to fight mode but i believe many of my colleagues and like anyone who listening to here like understand where i'm coming from like if you work a lot like very workaholic for a really long time like that's that's very prone to be right so i was talking to you like offline that working internally also very important but not many people talk about doing it both mm -hmm. Time. So can, can you share about like the status of like this transformation to grow, have a growth in the business? So I love this question, okay, because we do always tend to have both of these camps of people. We have the super business people that are just like hard work, like elbow grease, let's like push, let's get this result. And then we have people that are very, very spiritual and very often in the spiritual community, we see like, um, a rejection of money and business. And for me, I'm like, no guys, business is spiritual. <laughs> no guys, let's have both. Come on, let's be spiritual. Let's let's be super emotionally in tune to ourselves. Let's do the inner work and make a lot of money <laughs> and have very successful businesses, right? So my ethos, my mindset is always, how can we create a whole picture, right? How can we create a whole picture in business? How can we create a whole picture in healing? So to give you a wee bit of a backstory so you guys can understand um, my perspective of business, let's rewind to those seven years of when I was doing all of these healing modalities, right? What I found in the healing space was that we'd have our yogis here, right? Our meditation queens here, our nutritionists here, our scientists here, and like everyone would think their modality is the right modality and no one would speak to each other, right? And so I got to the end of these seven years and I'm like, this is fantastic. Imagine if all of you actually spoke to each other. And so my, 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 my system of healing is a multiple modality, you know, a multifaceted approach to healing. So I felt like as I did all of these courses, I got different puzzle pieces and I put them together, right? And integrative healing for me is a, is a full puzzle or as much as I know of a full puzzle, right? And so I came from this background. And so when I came to business, I, I did the exact same thing, right? I worked with the most logical masculine business consultants where everything is numbers everything is logic there is <laughs> no magic <laughs> like the, the the boardrooms are like stiff you know to the woo woo queens that are naked and ibiza with their breasts out manifesting you know like and, and i've worked with 
all like the most extreme of, 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 of coaches and everything between. And this was a conscious choice because I was like, no, I want to hear all of these different perspectives. And in business, I found the exact same as I found in, in, in the healing world, right? I was like, these are all separate puzzle pieces. What happens if we bring that together? So then I created this concept that I call, call multidimensional business, right? And it's this, it's this big puzzle in business that we've been bringing together. So we've got the physical plane and that's what, that's the world that you're speaking from, right? Strategies consistency willpower grind like you know like like you know how to how to increase your followers five steps to a million you know the marketing grows like, i love a bit of that there's nothing wrong with it we need that like i always call this the the i always talk about business being a victoria sponge my clients think i'm very often right and so the practical is like that base level of the Victoria sponge. Like you've got to have a solid base level because if not, you've got a soggy cake and it's going to fall apart. And oh. no one wants this like a soggy cake, right? You don't want to have a soggy bottom on your Victoria sponge. So we need to have our strategies. We need to have our business foundations, our practicalities down. But then we also have different layers in business. So the next layer I describe being the jam, <laughs> which is like the emotional and mental work. So those are the emotional patterns, the belief systems, learning how to think, learning how to regulate ourselves. As an entrepreneur, you're going to experience stress and pressure, right? So you have to learn to, to, to be with that. No one's paying you at the end of the month, right? You've, you've not got a boss to speak to when someone asks for a refund. You've got to put your big girl pants on and you've got to work through this stuff, right? So that's the emotional mental work. Then we've got the work that for me I call the work that's in that cream layer that comes after the jam, which is all about business being a spiritual journey, right? And so when we see business as a spiritual journey, this is what I say to my clients, every obstacle you face in business is for your healing. And so I have a lot of tools that I, you know, use with my clients to show them how to transform obstacles into blessings. So I do a lot of mindset and spiritual work around that with my entrepreneurs. And then we've got the final layer, which is the the second, you know, we've got the bottom sponge, we've got the top sponge. And your listeners are going to be like, is she really talking about a Victoria sponge? Yes, I am. <laughs> I am, and I don't regret it. Okay. The top layer is the, the, the final piece of this spiritual, beautiful business sponge. And it's the energetics, babe. It is because we live in an energetic universe. And I see a lot of people, like I've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs that have done the exact same strategy and got very different results. And what's the reason? It's energetics, right? Mm. It's the world we can't see. So it's a really important layer as well. And that is your multidimensional business cake. <laughs> but here's the thing, like each business owner, each entrepreneur, they're going to like, come to you at the different level, right? Mm -hmm. How can they know where they are right now in the journey? <laughs> so th th that is a fantastic question. It doesn't matter where you are on your business journey to find this system helpful. So I use this system with newbie entrepreneurs that started maybe one hour ago. And I do have people that come to me, right? That literally like, I'm going to start a business. What do I do? <laughs> So I do have those people and I love that because it's like they're, they're so excited because they've just started and they have no idea what's ahead of them. Um, and then it was exactly the same for people that maybe want to scale from like, you know, multi six to seven, right? It's just going to be 
tweaks in the physical level, tweaks in the emotional, mental level, tweaks in the spiritual level, tweaks in the energetic level. You know, they're, they're systems that you can replicate wherever you are in the journey. It's not about right now I've got to focus. This is that's actually such a fantastic question because we've just done a live event in my community and, and someone spoke to this. So it's a fantastic awareness. It's not oh, right now I'm in a season of physical strategies or right now I'm in a season of energetics. It's learning to master all four planes, mm. right? It's do the physical practical work whilst you do the energetics, whilst you're aware of the inner and outer blocks, right? Whilst you're able to transform obstacles into blessings. And this is why I talk about mastery. Mm. So this is another question that I'm just curious. Mm. When you do self-mastery, right, you focus mm -hmm. on yourself, but there will be come back to control question. <laughs> I love it. Give it to me. I'm a Virgo. I understand wanting to control. What are you a Virgo? control question. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just laughing at myself. Um, <laughs> so when you have like those incidents that like, in the way of you being a mastery of your of your path at the moment how can you cope with that i just love all of your questions so self-mastery it's not about controlling outcome variables other people it's about controlling our response to life so i want to give you an example and i've taught about this a lot uh, when we cross the, the million euro line, I always say dollar, but I don't earn in dollars. I own in euros. So when we cross the million euro line in, fe in February, I thought, oh, everyone's going to be so happy for me. I was wrong. <laughs> I got blackmailed the next day. I announced it on my Instagram. And the next day I get this big, long email saying horrible things. If you don't give me money, I will do this and that. Just horrend horrendous. And so, like I said, I came into business because I wanted to bring the healing work to the world, not because I wanted to be an entrepreneur and it's snowballed to where it is. So for me, it was unimaginable to getting a situation like this. Like, I don't come from corporate. I don't come from, I've never been in an office. I was a hippie and now I'm this, you know, like, <laughs> so it, it was, it really, it blew my mind that this could even happen to me. And so what would self-mastery be in that circumstance? Okay. I don't need to control the woman that did this. I don't need to make her feel bad. I don't need to, I don't need to punish her. I don't need to stop her doing it, right? Self-mastery is how am I mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and energetically going to respond to this, right? So practically, we blocked her on all platforms. Practically, I had conversations with my lawyers. And I said, you know, what do I move? They're like, we don't think she's telling the truth. She's not going to do any of those things. I decided that I didn't care because I didn't want to be bullied. Right. So I just said, okay, <laughs> and blocked her everywhere. I, I let her. And then she never, she never carried out the things that she threatened. Um, but uh, emotionally it was like, what's, what's self-mastery on the emotional plane? It's like, okay, whilst I'm getting a very real threat, can I regulate myself? Right. Mentally, it's like, we come back to what I was saying at the start. What do I choose to think about this? I choose to think that Oh, it's so funny. Me and my team come out with all sorts of things. Like my, my assistant called me and she was like, I choose to believe that you've made it because you must have made it to get blackmailed. Like that means, <laughs> that means, babe, that means you are the most successful you've ever been. So we use humor, we use thought, right? And the spiritual work is how can I, you know, 
alchemize this obstacle into a blessing. So I did all my processes around that. And energetics is, okay, so this is what's happening right now. What do I want to create from this? And when it happened, I decided I'm just going to make a lot of money from this. I'm going to tell this story. I'm going to tell this story to my entrepreneurs. I'm like, this is going to be the reason that I'm an even better coach because my entrepreneurs are going to be able to come to me and they're going to be able to bring break bring big ass problems and I'm going to be able to coach them from the place of they've happened to me and I stayed right so I've got you so do you, do you see what I mean so self-mastery is all about how do I respond multi-dimensionally to circumstances because there are circumstances that we cannot control there are we can't control people mm. like we all want to control people we can't control people I tried to control my boyfriend didn't like it didn't work well in our love life so <laughs> I learned you can't control yeah. people Never want in well if you try to do that. <laughs> oh, I, I really like your take though. Never think about it that way. I, I like the way that you shift it to the humor. I, I never laugh regarding to those things. Like I kind of freak out. Like, yeah, if I was happened, like if that case happened to me, I was like, I'm going to be froze for a while. Like, <laughs> and then, okay, what I'm going to do? One, two, three, four. Like that, that's, that's usually what happened. But I get what you mean. Like when you told me this way, like I can realize that, hey, actually it can be handled simpler. What I hear right now is actually life can be simpler than I thought. That's what I hear from you today. Like that's what I learned right now. Like it's actually not that hard. And it's more fun. Yeah. I kind of laugh a lot today. Yes. And so this is why I really, really believe in the inner work for entrepreneurs because you know, before I had done the work with myself and knew myself, you know, if I'd had a situation like that, I might have even stopped posting on social media. I might have stopped selling. I might have disappeared off planet Earth, you know, in the shame. How can this happen to me? You know, and so it's it's, it's interesting when you talk about freezing, because I know I've heard you say this, we've got a fight, flight, freeze and fawn response. And so a big part in entrepreneurship is understanding your fight, flight, freeze response and knowing what to do to get you out of that. There's so much self-work that I have done um, to make me who I am today. And I know that I'll continue doing to make me who I am next year and the year after that and the year after that. But honestly, that, that there's nothing lost from knowing how to operate your human. Yeah. That's what inner work is. And I want to tell everyone who's still listening now that it's not a one-time done thing to do. <laughs> If you think it's a magic pill, that's wrong, baby. It's not gonna happen. Very wrong. It's like a it's a consistent life devotion. <laughs> like I'm still working. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I I I always share about like inner work. It's like. It's an everyday agenda that you have to keep your mindset going. And oh, here's the next question to you. And when you when when there's another challenge happens for you to get to the next level, how can you detangle those challenge? Like not not as in the blackmail thingy, but like to be in the higher level. So it's there's a saying, isn't there? Another level, another devil. It's not very much saying, but it, it's 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 something that I've experienced every time before I financially quantum leap or I go through exponential growth. I'm suddenly faced with a lot of my shadows, a lot of things to resolve. I think there's a lot to be said in business. Is that very often when you're a growth orientated person, you always want to be ahead. You always want to be further. 
right? And so it means that when you're navigating challenge, you sometimes make challenge wrong. You go on Instagram, you see someone, oh, I made a million dollars in three seconds. And you're like, oh, I don't it's, why is it not happening to me? And on top of that, I'm facing these challenges. And so I think it's really important to normalize speaking about challenges. I think it's really important to normalize this as part of your entrepreneurial journey. It doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. Very often, it just means that you're doing it right. And a really super simple exercise that I do with myself, it's a journaling exercise when I'm navigating, I call it the ick, <laughs> you know, the ick before the next level, the, the stick that bleh, that comes up, right? Um, is I always ask myself, how do I want to tell this story back, right? When I'm 90 or even next year, right? Next year, as I'm, as and I'll pretend that I'm journaling, you know, March 2024, 2025, and I write the story. So let's say you had what can be a common problem. Um, you're not getting the engagement that you want, or you're not getting as many people sign up as you want, right? So I might do a journal entry and I'm like, oh my God, I remember when I wasn't getting all the clients sign up that I wanted to be getting. And I felt so bad about myself but i'm so grateful because that gave me an opportunity to discover the best funnel or the best marketing and it's because of that slower period in clients that i'm now like rolling in the dollar <laughs> later so i think it's really important in an entrepreneur to not obsess about the problem and to focus on the solution and to write the solution and the frequency of the solution but also not resist the problem and not make the problem wrong you know, entrepreneurialism is basically like you just you're paid to solve problems. Yeah, hundred percent. That's that's the truth. That's the meaning of yeah. I agree with you. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's how I always like change when I when I encounter anything as well. Like that's how I tell myself. So at least I do something right today. Uh, <laughs> you do. You do many things. No, right. it's just it's just it's just a joke. Um. Oh, see, I lost my thought. I was like, I have this question in my mind. I was about to ask you. Oh, yeah, I, I got it. Do you set goals by any means? Uh, yes, all the time. Ah. I really believe in goals. And I know this is a debate for a lot of people. I think if we focus on where we're at, we keep creating more of where we're at. I focus on my goal and I behave and I act from my goal. I, I do a lot of, I, t I teach a lot on goals and desires and manifestation. But yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I am at without goals. Mm. I would describe goals as like, you've got to imagine you're a ship, ship at sea without a goal. What does the ship do? It's just going to go in like loop de loops, you know, it's just like, it's aimless, it's flailing. You give it a goal and it doesn't have to be hugely specific and it doesn't have to have a timeline. I don't put timelines on my goals. But right. So that's really helpful for me, because if not, I get into like entrepreneur pressure, which I don't vibe with. Um, but, you know, a ship at sea lost that for me as an entrepreneur without a goal. It's like you're aimless. You don't know where you're going. You don't know what, where you've got to make. You've got no greater context to make decisions. Right. Whereas when you've got a goal, it doesn't matter if you're going to go through a storm. It doesn't matter if you're going to go through a beautiful day, but at least you know where you're going and you've got a far greater likelihood at arriving than a ship that's just kind of aimlessly swish washing around the sea. So yeah, I really believe in goals. Yeah, because many people that like from the spiritual part, they are so living in the present and it's so hard. Like I'm just very honest, it's so hard to 
talk with them. <laughs> I think it's bollocks. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Am I allowed to be that honest? You can tell that I'm English. You need a goal. You need to have a vision if you want to if you want to create anything. And this is and this is what I really feel that I bring to people because I think people have got a, a, a misconception of what spirituality is. Everything that I teach is grounded spirituality. It's extraordinarily practical. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to tell you, oh, just, uh, I, I, yeah, it's practical. Let's make spirituality grounded. <laughs> I, I understand what you mean. Here's the thing. I am like, it's so funny that I, I kind of like encounter, I just realized that there are many, many belief in the spiritual community that is depends on who you are going to believe or listen to. Like, When I growing up, like I have been in this entrepreneurial journey for seven years as well. So I have been shift. Like I tried, or doesn't mean I don't try. Like go for plan base. Like I I do like touch this and those. But like some I'm not really along with. Some I can understand. Some they have like okay, this is like makes sense. And I have a Buddhist background, so at some part I get it. You know, like. But then I actually think that. If it makes sense, it would be very easy to follow. Like it would be very logical, and then wouldn't have any argument to like. Oh, that's why it's just like this shift, this quick. That like if you told me again, oh, and I can do that, and oh, I see the result. Just actually like right away. I just have to keep doing that so I can like up level myself. Like what do you say, self mastery? It's It really can be simple, yeah. That word, that is the right word today. Simple, simple is the right word. Yeah, I think that there's so many worldviews, and what I always ask myself is: Is this belief system useful or helpful? Right. Mm. And so, for example, in a lot of spiritual communities, you see that money is demonized. I'm mm. like, is money spiritual or helpful? No. Why is it not spirit? Why is it not useful or helpful? Because The fact is, we live in a world where money is not optional. So, as me deciding that <laughs> I'm suddenly against money, is that is that actually helpful and useful for me to create impact, to support my family, to to pay my team? No, it's not. So, I think it's so personal what we believe, and I'm not here to ever tell anyone what's wrong or right. But I am here to get and ask people to be discerning, right? When you hear a belief system, when you hear a, a, a world view, ask yourself: If I believe this, where am I going to be in 10 years? If I believe this, where am I going to be in 20 years? Is that helpful? Is that useful? And then you have permission, right? If it's a no, to go. Okay, thank you. I think you know the Buddha said is a lot of people give you a lot of gifts, but you get to decide whether you say yes or no to them. And the gifts are people's belief systems and projections. It depends on the cultural as well, so that could be a tricky picture. <laughs> But you can choose to change your mind. Yeah, I agree. Has a belief system. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, I agree with whatever you say. Like, I have no argument regarding to whatever you say at all. Like, I agree. So. Because when you believe on this thing, it would also reflect on how you act, and that is actually how you being right, and that's so scary. There you go. So the root cause of behavior is belief, 
that's why it's really important uh, to decondition. So let's speak to this piece about cultures, right? I'm born between two cultures, so I'm Spanish and English, okay? Now, even though these two countries are very close together, culturally, they are extremely different. So as a child, I would spend half my year in England, half my, or just a little bit less than half my year in Spain. And I would be astounded to what was culturally appropriate in England was suddenly very rude in Spain. And what was very, like what was really brilliant in Spain was very rude in England. And so as a child, and I, I really remember contemplating this, I remember thinking this business about wrong and right is absolute, it's, it's, it's bullshit, it's not true. Because depending on whether I'm with my mum in Spain or with my dad in England, there's such different, such different belief systems, such different cultural cues, such different ways of being. And so this was fantastic for me because I was like, well, if nothing is true, <laughs> what do I choose to believe? Well, if nothing is true and everything is true, depending on whether I choose to believe it, what do I want to believe? And this opened up a whole world for me. You know, my transformation really started when I left the UK and I started traveling because I was then disconnected to my family's worldview as well. That's been a really big thing for me in my business journey of like, do I choose to believe what my family believes? And that can be quite scary and painful to realize the answer is no. Yeah, 100%. This is also a very key thing. Like after you leave the environment that you have been growing up with and explore the world, like totally different viewpoint, there are challenges that happen to your mind. Whether you, what, what are you going to do with it, right? Completely. Yeah. And what you want to be then. Wow, this is so powerful. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you want to be and who do you want to be? Because we get to choose. We just don't realize. Everything comes down to the choice. So mm -hmm. in case anyone want to work with you, I mean, I'm already mind blown. But in case anyone want to like follow your work or work with you, where can they reach out to you then? So I've shared a link with you guys. It's www.theschoolofintegrativehealing.com slash unstuck. The school of integrative healing slash unstuck. And we've created a special page for you uh, where you've got three options to, to explore what it would look like to work together. The first is a Facebook community that I have. And this is an amazing place to see all of our offers and meet the people in, in our world, um, see everything that's coming up. There's a lot of podcast episodes, things like that within the group. Um, the second option is I have a free mini course called Multidimensional Business. So you can get a feeling of what this actually means, this multidimensional approach to business. It's a four-day journey. Um, when you sign up, you've got two weeks access. The reason that we do that is because I really invite people to be intentional. So only sign up if you're going to do it, <laughs> basically. Um, this is something that I teach all of the entrepreneurs that, that I work with. And then the final choice is um, for my beautiful, very clear humans. If you know that you want to work with me in some capacity, we've got so many offers. And the reason that we have so many offers is because I always want to meet people where they're at. I always want to, you know, we want to give people the right offer for them. So there is a number which you can book. There is a discovery call you can book there with my team and you can explain to them, this is where I'm at. And they can say whether we've got anything that's appropriate for you or what your next steps would be. So Facebook community, multidimensional business, 
or discovery call with my team. And it's been such a pleasure to be here. I hope that you guys realize how powerful you are and how powerful you can be when you learn how to master the self. Thank you so much, Hannah, for joining Get Unstuck Radio today. And I'm like, I'm so mind blown today. And yeah, at least I know for the fact that we can live a simpler life. And yeah, let's get unstuck. I hope this episode inspire you to get unstuck wherever you are in your journey so that you can have your business that support your lifestyle. Get a show note at helpyougetunstuck.com today. Start implementing what you have learned. The results of your consistent effort and improvement are worth it because you deserve the freedom to enjoy your life. Speak to you next time and don't forget to get unstuck.